The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Park. You like that one? I switched it up a little bit. Morning. Yeah. It's good to see you. We're doing this one a little early today. It's early in here. (laughs) 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 It is early. Oh, what a day. Big. Actually, hey, big freaking show right now, actually. Actually, we just missed. What? Oh, it was 908. Yeah, you're right. I actually saw that over there. That's why I wanted to start at this time. That's my bad. Uh, You live and you learn, though, folks. Okay, big show. We have Chase DeYoung on our show today. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. Freaking sweet interview. Actually, we like the interview so much, it's going to be a nice two-parter. Went a little bit long, didn't want to cut anything out, right? So we're going to split that thing up and uh, give you the whole... Dude, he had some freaking stories. Yeah, it's definitely not the first time someone's talked for an hour, but it's definitely the first time we unanimously agreed nothing could be cut. Well, just because... yeah, the stories were gold. The people, the name drops, the from all types of people in uh, in baseball, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was just it was phenomenal. I I loved it, and we had him over there at Naples Rib Company. I wish we could have stayed a little longer, honestly, just because. We dude, did. You went there. You were there twice yesterday. Yeah, at least. Yeah, just twice. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> would you go three times? I uh, I'm back. John yeah. Grossi's back. Yeah. I'm if you if you remember that little like six month stretch I had where I wasn't going to Naples Rib four times a week, it was that I was going like only once every two weeks. Ooh, but how does how did that work for your diet though? You had your weigh in, right? Yeah, I. Uh, oh, yeah. This morning I had my weigh in. How did that go? If you I'm down again, Naples? well, I think it's gonna tack on a few. I don't think it happens right away. What do you mean? Like I went to Naples yesterday uh, and I weighed in this morning. Okay. So I lost. Ooh, that's a good question. Wow. What? When do you gain your weight? I lost another two pounds. I don't. That's what I'm trying to figure out. You did, dude. You're feeling yourself. Dude. What are you like? One ninety six. Yes, exactly. I started two hundred nine point two, and I'm at one ninety six point two. So I've lost thirteen exact. Is that thir- thir- minus thirteen? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking twenty. But I'm going for the big twenty. I'm going for the big two zero. Dude, if you drop twenty pounds, that's. That's kind of difficult to do. I'm I'm going to. I haven't weighed myself in a while. Should I do it? I would. Should I hop on the back nine with you? You want to? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Well, I got a big trip cut that I'm going on this week, though. That's true. I'm about to absolutely be obliterated. Actually, I'm going on a flight tonight. Little red eye action, Jackson to New York tonight. Very nice. Yeah. Seven. Wait, you're going to be in New York tonight? Well, it's going to be tomorrow by the time I get there because mm-hmm. it's the red eye, but. I'm going to absolutely take over the city. Remind me to tell you something off air. Okay. All right, should we... Uh, Listeners can't hear. Okay, should we handle some biz first? Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, so two-parter, Chase D. Young interview coming up. Twins. Maybe the best picture. interview of all time. Oh, it was great. He's, he's, the, he's the next Vince Scully. This guy needs to be an announcer. He will be. 
once the once his career is is done in about twenty years, uh, on the on the diamond, he he's going to be in the booth somewhere. He was so good at telling stories. The listeners are going to love this one because I barely said anything the whole time. See, those are the best interviews. Yeah, that's what if I think. You, if you can just you get, were able to get in there a few times because he was definitely looking at you more. He probably respected you more as a ball player. It's because I had a hat on. Yeah, that was it. That was the only reason. Yeah. And you, but you were looking sharp. I said like three words the entire time. No, but he respected you as a golfer. That was, Did he not? Yeah, there is a line. You're, you're not going to – just a heads up. You're not going to be able to see it because it's a podcast. But at one point he goes, well, you'll get this one because you're, you're a golfer. And he taps me on the leg and he looks at me. Just totally blew Paul out of the water on that one. And and John was smiling ear to ear. Yep, I Never was. been happier, eh? That was it. All right. So you're down two pounds. That's big news. Let's move to uh, a couple segments here. Let's go with good juju, bad juju. Do you hear about this uh, good juju, bad juju? No, I did not. So Juju Smith-Schuster scored a touchdown last week against the Falcons. Yes. Well, touchdown catch. By the way, I played against Juju Smith-Schuster in uh, fantasy, and he didn't. He wasn't enough. It wasn't enough because my team is a freaking wagon right now. Congrats. So Juju Smith-Schuster scores a touchdown. He's a big touchdown celebration guy. And you know me. I'm anti-Juju nowadays. Yeah. I'm over it. I don't need any of this black magic stuff that you got going on. And he scores a touchdown. And what's he do? He pretends the ball is a child and he delivers a baby mm. on the ground in the end zone. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Good juju, bad juju. Mm-mm. Uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's it, huh? Well, you know what? Uh, you're you're going bad, Juju, right? Well, honestly, it's disrespecting women. Yeah, because well, you think football is the same difficulty as delivering a child. We'll you never got another thing coming, buddy. We'll never know. It's a it's a it's offensive to even think that we could even remotely consider the idea of understanding childbirth. Right. So I have to hop on bad juju. You're this. going bad juju with no, me? No, if you're going bad juju, I'm, I'm actually going good juju. Because here's the deal. 2018 equality oh it's a good point i want everyone to be able to have a baby absolutely good point and he is doing his part the thing about childbirth paul mm-hmm. is it's universal love see i'm i i actually agree with you 100 percent with that now i might switch to good juju because when you think about it what do women always say oh why don't you carry a, a human being inside of you for nine months mm. and i say yeah let's freaking do it Where's and, the science? And you know what I say? I basically was carrying a human being. <laughs> <laughs> and I dropped that 13 pounds. And now... Oh, hey, honestly, you're right. It's like... I, you know, and now I know. Now I know. Now you know. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Uh-huh. Hey, I don't want to offend... No, it's 2018, people. You you want me to deliver a baby? I will. Mm-hmm. And I'm not scared about it. Where do babies come from anyway? I don't even know. Anyways. All right, that's it. You go good, Juju. I go bad, Juju. Hey, Juju, if you – like, you, hey, work on your stuff, bro. Like, he was hot last year. He was hot. He had some sick ideas. And now childbirth? Are you kidding me? Let's – hey, you're better. Do better. Yeah. Do better. Uh, all right, next. Uh, speaking of me getting mad, let's go to uh, Grind My Gears. We haven't done it in a while. It's, it's been building. Well, people haven't really people haven't really pissed me off lately. I've been mm. happy. Have you? Dude, good for you. <laughs> what Thanks, a good buddy. guy. Thanks, buddy. You got one? You got one for me? Yeah, you want me to go first? You I actually want- got two. 
You got two, huh? But they're quickies. Okay, go. And I got, and I'm gonna sandwich. Do you want to split them apart or no? Well, I'm gonna split them apart myself. I'm gonna. I actually have three, but the middle one is not <sighs> is not to grab my gears. Are you absolutely I, kidding me right now? It's like a. Uh, it's like one of those compliment sandwiches. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. first, grab my gears. I know that I'm not like the best. You got a good radio voice. I'm. Thanks. I'm sure I'm annoying sometimes, but I've been listening to the Dodgers on the radio, and then the radio stays on AM. And these Petros and Money guys oh, God. are so, like, why can't they just talk like this? That like, uh, The Dodgers! And they got to be going to the playoffs! Wow! And they're like, yo, it's just like, it makes me want to kill someone. That's that's Petros. Petros is tough sometimes. He's so annoying. He also does the challenge on NBC, and some of our listeners know what I'm talking about. After NBC uh, Sunday Night Football games, it goes straight to the challenge oh, with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Dude, I don't know if there's a worse show on television, honestly. And I, I don't li- think so. I like the idea of local radio because I want to be in Dodger fever. Like I like that, and I like the other shows when he's not talking. But now they're doing they're doing like all that stuff we were joking at the front of the show, like the boom, boom, boom. Like oh, all yeah, that. yeah. Gosh, it really, really does make me want to kill someone. Like, hey, relax. Anyway, that grinds my gears. Okay, do you want to keep going or do you yeah, want I'm, me to go? I want to keep going. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. All right. But I'm not, not all in a bad mood because guess guess what's back. Uh, guess what's back? I'll tell you. Okay, good. <laughs> I have no idea. It's uh, it's heater in the morning in your car weather, oh, and that big, yeah. is it. Made me so happy seat this morning. Warmer. Seat warmer. Well, seat. Well, it's been seat warmer weather, as you know. Yeah, very true. That's For, it. Every season. Yeah, you go every season. I I started about a month ago. Um. It's hoodie season too, by the way. It is. We're, in, we're both it's, wearing sweatshirts. I'm excited. About but it. when I got in that freezing cold car this morning, was I a little bit perturbed? Yeah. But then I realized, toss on the heat. Yeah. First time. Well, that's why that's why it's there. And when you're driving in a cold car and all of a sudden you're blasting heat and all of a sudden you're warm and toasty and you don't want to get out of your car. Yeah, I like that. Oh man. You know what else I like? Heater going and then you crack the window a little bit. Yep. Sometimes you need to. Yeah. Just just to let just to uh, remind your body, hey. It's not warm. Mm-hmm. It's cold outside. Especially if you do one of those little morning farts, too, sometimes. Yeah, you need to do that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like a little, little Greg Maddox action. Uh, uh, back to what pisses me off. Okay, go ahead. High schoolers don't... High schoolers crossing streets is a, is a joke. Have you ever been near high school when they're, like, getting in and out of school and we can't all just cross the street at one time they like stagger for 20 minutes so no one can turn left, no one can turn right. It clogs up everything. This has been going on forever. If, do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Can you get on board? I am 100% on board, and it's because they don't have their licenses yet, so they don't know the difficulties about crossing the street with high schoolers. If they had their license and they were like, holy hell, freaking pedestrians, Hurry up across the street or something like that. Then they'd realize, dude, I better hurry right now. There is no thing on this earth slower than a high schooler crossing a crosswalk. I, it's the slowest moving particle of mass that we know. I agree. I agree. I, it actually just happened to me just right now when I was at, uh, I was crossing, I was over here at Atherton and Palo Verde over there mm. by uh, by 7 Eleven. Mm. And I'm about to make a right onto Atherton going towards Long Beach State, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy, 
he he's not even paying attention. By he's the way, he's probably a college student. Yeah, he is. So, it but, still but, hasn't learned. But it doesn't have anything to do with the slowness. It just mm-hmm. happens to it, people crossing the street are stupid. This guy, like, hits the button and just starts to walk. He hasn't doesn't even look at what's going on. And I've been waiting for him for like twenty seconds because I know he's gonna cross the street at some point. Didn't even look. Finally, at the last second, he like turns and he's like kind of nervous. It's like, dude. I got you, but be careful. Watch it. What do you learn when you're two? Look both ways. No, we got these. All, we got these politicians texting me. I hate everyone that's a politician, and I Except hate everyone. For Susie that Price. Me. I don't hate Susie Price. You're right. Okay, that's our girl. I uh, never met her, but that's our girl. <laughs> anyway, she doesn't text me. If she texts me, I will hate her. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. But all I'm bringing up politics for is we need to make a law. I'm all for pedestrian rights, but I think. We need to take pedestrian rights away from uh, anyone that's a student. I agree. Because yeah, 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 I, agree. I don't think we should be able to run them over and kill them, but I do think we should be able to like oh, you run them over. <laughs> oh. well, like we'll nudge, like nudge, yeah. like not full speed, but like when you're stopped there and they're just taking their sweet ass time. Yeah. And and like instead of just building this rage inside of you where you want to go on a killing rampage, maybe just nudge nudge them where they fall over and they get hurt yeah we'll let them know that you're there so they learn because they're not going to learn they haven't learned and the whole city is backed up because some 16 year old can't cross the street and then they do cross the street and then their friend waits just when you're about to make the turn and then they cross the street i hate it they it's because they have too much knowledge in their brain they're going to school for too long if you ask me how many times? Ta- how much geometry can you learn in one day? I agree. You know, and and also this doesn't go for elementary school kids who are actually pretty good crossing the street. So you can only run over in my new law. Uh, you have to be twelve to thirteen. Let's be. Let's make it teens. Thirteen. To thirteen 19. to nineteen. That that would be the teens. I learned that last week. So let's. Uh, okay, I'm all in, John. All, all right. right, you want you now? It's my turn. Yeah, sorry, I took a, no, a no, it's good. I know you're pissed. I'm kind of pissed too. So we talked about this yesterday. The baseball season finally started, right? But did it? Like, why are the games on at noon? I'm telling you right now, I watched. No, I didn't get to watch one Astros-Indians game. All of a sudden, I watched SportsCenter, and it said the Astros advanced to the ALCS. And I'm thinking, holy moly, I didn't even know they played. Yeah, I didn't see one game either. Why are they doing that? But see, you brought this up yesterday, and this has been going on for years. Like this, no, I always think pi- so. Yes, this always pisses me off. We just are getting older. It's the same thing where we don't enjoy summer anymore. No, but also, I didn't even get one update on my phone that said, "Hey, the Indians and Astros are playing." Oh, we're we gonna talk about this. Are we gonna talk about phones? Oh yeah. Well, I, I, phones aren't working. Is that your next one? Working. Was well, that your next one? No, no, no. Phones. Yeah, phone, but we always talk about the phones aren't working. It's because Steve it's Jobs. But it's actually happening. Steve Jobs has this in the palm of his hands right now. Underground. Phones aren't working right now. I know. That yeah. could be why you didn't get updates. But yeah. That, uh, that also could be why. Right. Why? So, so Indians, Astros, I didn't watch one part of the series and I wanted to. Because I don't I didn't get to watch them during the regular season because God knows I won't flip on a game in the regular season. And by the way, rest in peace, Chief Wahoo, he's dead. You know the Indians logo? Oh, they they did it? He's Well, he's gone. They banged it. Did Jane Connolly move to Cleveland? I think so. <laughs> I think so. 
How about that chickens article? What did you think? That was great. Long Beach State Chickens. If it, you're on board, you got to share this article. It, it also made me kind of hungry. And yeah. that was, uh, that's that my favorite good. part. It's actually a no-brainer, if you ask me. I'm actually fully in. Oh, by the way, another thing about baseball playoffs is the Yankees are dead and your Aaron Hicks versus Justin Turner fin- finale is done. Are you kind of sad? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am sad. I wanted the Yankees to win. For the fifth straight uh, postseason, you don't get the Dodgers-Yankees World Series that you thought you'd get. How many times in a row have you said, oh, it's going to be Yankees-Dodgers? Every time they've both been in the playoffs. Because you think storybook ending, right? Sports. And it doesn't happen like Mm. that. It only happens like that when it happens like that, if, if you get what I mean. All sports are like life. There's no storybook ending. No. Just a sad... And then you say, you can't make this stuff up. I don't know, well, can't Maybe you can. Maybe you can. They did. They've done it. Yeah. Seabiscuit? Mm-hmm. All right. Seabiscuit really got me there. You seen that movie? Cried. I like Secretary. I better. cried in Seabiscuit. Tobey Maguire, low-key. That's my Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the interview. The first part of the Chase DeYoung interview because the second one is going to come later, right? Mm-hmm. We had him at Naples Rib Company, Unreal Stories. You're going to want to tune into this thing. Uh, Unreal Wilson guy. Uh, great for the community, by the way. He's a good – if you text him, he'll text you back. Well, yep. maybe that's just me because I'm literally the chosen one. Yep. But good dude. But before we get to that interview, let's talk about Michelle Kay, who also likes Chase DeYoung because she's part of the Century Club and so is he. I was know? at the Century Club last night. How did it go? It was a, I mean, get this. So Chase is there. He's sitting up here. I'm sitting in between Dave Versini, owner of Naples Rib, and Michelle K, our two main sponsors mm-hmm. here. And Michelle goes, oh, who's who was on the show? I'm like, I pointed to Chase. We had him there, pointed to Dave. And she didn't it was, get it? No, she did. Oh. And then she gave everyone cookies because she's nice. Oh, I thought something bad was going to come. So oh. it was good. No, it was all good. Oh, sweet, man. Uh, also happy, happy for you. She keeps selling all these homes and I just saw one and she closed the house for like $30,000 over the price. And then there's a house on the same street by another realtor that they had to, they haven't sold it yet. Price reduction to 30,000 less. You know what that means? That means someone you want to sell your house. You got to go to Michelle K hundred percent. And you're going to get some cash. There's no doubt about it because she's your number one hardworking Long Beach realtor. And she provides personal one-on-one service and has earned the trust and loyalty of hundreds and hundreds of clients, including that one where she got that 30000 bump. I'm, if I'm trying to sling a house, I'm, I know who I'm hitting up. That's 30000 <laughs> in your bank. <laughs> Michelle gives back to the community through twice yearly shred events and donates a portion of her earnings to the Long Beach Century Club. Which some of that money went to Chase DeYoung when he was in high school. I don't know, maybe. I don't want. I'm not sure how all that works. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Download the Michelle K app at the App Store. That's Michelle. One L. Start searching for your dream home today. Maybe it's that one that's thirty thousand dollars less right now. So if you're that person that's trying to sling it, go to Michelle K. Then that person can buy one for thirty thousand dollars extra. Start searching for your dream home today. Better, Better live in, in LongBeach.com. Greg's a male nurse. Wow. That's great. Over here at Naples Rib Company, and we got a freaking very special guest with us today. <laughs> Minnesota Twins pitcher, one of our good buddies, friend of the show, recurring guest. 
Recurring. There we go. It's a short list. It's a short list. Yeah. Of people Ooh. we ask on here twice. Ooh. Congrats. Thank you. What, what was more? What's more important to you, being on the show twice here or your first major league win last season? Well, is it close? I mean, I've done this twice. I've only won once. Okay. So. <laughs> we'll take the win. How, how was that? Was that, that must have been freaking sweet. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, it, just brief, you know, synopsis of this. Like, got up opening day 2017 with the Mariners. Struggled with the Mariners. Mm-hmm. And, you know, big leagues, AAA and AA with them. Just struggled. Had a rough year. Then go into camp this year, throw well. Send me back to Double A, yeah. where you know I was the pitcher of the year in the Texas League in 2016. You know, I, I killed it, and then they sent me back, and it's just like, dang, like, what do I got to do? They wouldn't give me an answer. Was down there for the whole first half, so here I am on the big league roster, you know, the 40-man roster, and I'm in Double A trying to pitch my way out of it to even get to Triple A, to then have a chance to redeem myself in the big leagues, and just wasn't happening with them. It threw really well. Yeah, you were tearing it up down there. Yeah, right? I, you know, it was the only thing I could do. You know, was just essentially pitch my way out of yeah. there. You know, they sent me to Double A when I didn't really feel like I should be there, but you know, they wouldn't move me. So I was just hoping somebody else would notice. Literally told you know my teammates and my pitching coach that you know every time I took the ball, it was essentially a job interview mm-hmm. for somebody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, led Double A in innings pitch down there, and then to finally you know I got traded to Minnesota. I was stoked on that. Because uh, it's a really good organization, big homegrown organization. Um, so to to they use their guys, which is awesome for for a young guy like me to try to prove myself. But it wasn't a guarantee, you know. As soon as I got traded, went to Rochester, their AAA team threw really well. I uh, was able to you know string together a list of quality starts and then you know get that September call up, which you know I was really really happy about mm-hmm. just to finally you know put the put all that hard work in get back and then it's like all right you know what i got a chance and then you know have my three starts but i was in a piggyback role with another guy so they didn't really tell me but they were like hey you know you're only going to go four innings well unless you're using that opener thing you got to go five to get a win so i'm sitting there without a my first big league win my first outing against kansas city i was dealing mm-hmm. you know go four shutty against the royals in uh Minnesota, and they pull me in the fourth. And I was Were like, you pissed? Oh. I mean, I was in the moment because, and I told my pitching coach, and he's really cool, and he understood. I was like, you know, his name's Garvin. I was like, hey, G, like, I don't have my first big league win. And he's like, no, like, we know that. And like, Paul Molitor, my manager, you know, gets the right HOF after his name. Like, yeah. that's been there. He yeah, knows true. it. And he comes up to me afterwards. He goes, listen, I, I know. That you're missing that first big league win, you know we're winning one nothing. You got four shutty right now, but I want to keep you in. But this is coming from up top. This is the plan that we set out before the game, and we're gonna we're gonna stick to it. So obviously, you know, I was a little upset, but as soon as that next inning happened, and you know I wasn't in the game anymore, I'll take four shutty in the big leagues. Yeah, you know, sure. like, like sure, any yeah. shutout inning performance I'll have in the big leagues, I will take it. Doesn't matter if I got a dub or whatever. But so I was happy about that, and then ultimately going into my last start of the season against Chicago, uh, in Target Field, I'm not in the piggyback role anymore because the guy who I was piggybacking with, Zach Littell, was getting the last start of the year. So it was, you know, this is my shot, and I know that you know this is my last chance of the year because mm-hmm. we're not going to the playoffs. It's my last chance to get this first big league win, and I don't want you know my debut to be in 2017 and my first big league win to be in 2019. Right. So I, I knew going into the game, like, 
dude, you, you have to do this. Like, and then you go out there, throw a good first. Then we score three runs in the bottom of the first, and it was cold. That relaxed you a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Run support. Anytime yeah. you get run support, you're going to be thankful. Go out. I didn't, you know, I, I remember looking at the board. I, I gave up a leadoff homer in the second. And, Who was it? Uh, I can't remember. I gave up two. Garcia? I think it, I think one of them was Garcia, and then one of them was the first baseman. Um, Thompson? Uh, Trace? No, it wasn't Trace. I played uh, with Trace. He's an outfielder. I would have remembered him, and I feel bad I don't remember this guy. Was it that big? Uh, big white first baseman. He hits right-handed. I don't uh, Jim Tomey. Dude, but. Close, but no, <laughs> right-handed. Uh, I mean, I don't know anybody on the White Sox, so yeah, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Anyways, <laughs> oh, Davidson is his last name. Uh, so, anyways, he gets me. Oh, yeah, yeah. He hit a like, bunch of bombs in the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. Matt Davidson. Yes. There, so. Yeah, there but I looked, dude, it's it's 40 degrees at first pitch, and then it's going to like, 38. Like, we don't get that here, especially Heck not no. during baseball season. Heck no. Like, it gets cold at Blair Field at night, but it's not like that. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and, you know, 25 minutes later after we score three runs, I go out there, and I changed my warm-up routine. I'm just heaving fastballs <laughs> trying to get trying to get loose again. And I went inside and moved around, you know, got, got in the heater and stuff, but, like, sitting for 25 minutes – you talk to starting pitchers or any pitcher, they say that's one of the toughest things to do, but you're never going to complain about it because you're getting run support. Right. So go out there. My fastball was like 85, 86 to the first hitter. Like I'm throwing BP heaters yeah. up there to try to get loose. <laughs> and you know, he, he, you know, jacks one over the left field fence. And then I think I got back up to like 88, 91, which is yeah. where I'm usually at. Right. Like, I, I know that's my game. Uh, same thing happened the next inning. We score four, which, great now we're up seven to one and i go back out there same thing man i'm like 84 87 like i think i looked at the at the tape it was like 87 mile an hour bp heater oh just, god you know, we'll see you like <laughs> you know, i mean he hit it it's a cold night ball doesn't really fly when it's cold but you know two solo homers but you know to ultimately get through you know six innings quality start you know it, it was incredible to be able to have that and you know to have run support just to kind of have the perfect storm my parents flew in a couple hours before the wow, game, which was nice. awesome. Caught the second half of the doubleheader. Um, yeah, it, it was incredible just to just to be there and finally, you know, capture it with you know something that I was you know chasing for over a year. It, it was incredible. Getting to getting used to pitching in the postseason weather though too. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's cold and you know now watching the postseason, it looks like you know the AL is decided in you know Boston and and New York and. Well, Houston's nice. Houston's mm. Houston's warm, but and they got that dome. Isn't that a dome? Yeah, Houston's covered. Uh, it's closed air, so the the back of it. Um, have you ever been to Seattle? Yeah. Okay, so Seattle's essentially just kind of an umbrella because it's open air in the right. back, like outside of left field and center field. It's just you know the whatever the machinery it is to close it, but it's it's open air. Houston's almost identical, but it's got like either plexiglass or some kind of covering, so that way that humidity doesn't kill you when you're in there. Um, talking to the visiting clubhouse guy to run the the AC there in Houston, right? Yeah. It's super hot for and humid, sure. especially in the summertime. Like he said, the AC and all the electric for the game, it's a hundred and ninety grand a day. What to run that AC bill? Yikes! <laughs> Damn, that's insanity. Yeah, just like it's little things like you don't think about that. And it's like I know the same thing with like Tropicana in in Tampa, like. You know, it's hot outside, Dude, but you go in there, wild. it's 72 Jeez. degrees every time. Like, you go to Houston, same thing. Like, they're they're running that AC. It's just – it's 
it's stupid to think about like how much money it takes to operate big league stadiums. That's crazy. But dude. that's why beer prices are so expensive. Exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're hip with music like I am, Chase, but there's a song that goes cold like Minnesota. Am I right? Ooh, yeah, true. Oh, what's the guy's name? Lil Yachty. You guys show me that song. Yeah. Haven't, haven't heard it. It's, but uh, cold like Minnesota. It. It's, it's pretty hip. Hey, you should have that as your, as your walkout song. Yeah, it's pretty hip. It'll be tight. Uh, how clean is Minnesota? It's really nice, man. Like, that whole city, like, it's um, it's really clean. It's I feel like everything's new. Like, I went and played golf on a couple courses out there, and, like, all that. Not surprised. The most golfers per capita in America. Really? Yeah. Right. We learned that on this show, actually. All right. They have <laughs> we, a lot of nice <laughs> The golfers. day you got traded, we did a show, and we just named all the facts about Minnesota. All right. First of all, he was pissed about the trade. I said, this is a good opportunity. Uh, great opportunity. And don't try to defend it, because I just listened to that episode on the way over here. I think <laughs> I did say that because... I wanted you to be in Seattle because I wanted to visit Seattle yeah, more. Closer. Yeah. But uh, but I said he's going to fit well because he's a golfer. And they yeah. need guys. There's a lot of mud lakes. Yep. The Better Business Bureau was started there. Okay. And the first ever person to say, holy cow, was the Twins announcer. Really? There we said, go. And I said, Chase, good Christian man. He's going to fit right in yeah. with the holy cow. Holy cow. Yeah. Man. So. Did you. What what did you think when you saw the first like what are those things called the sky uh, you know oh the skywalks yeah the skywalks buildings I I kind of heard of it but what it is in Minnesota when it's stupid cold yeah. in the winter right it's like sometimes it'll be you know ten fifteen below without wind chill yeah like wow uh, they do these things in like downtown where they have these skywalks on the second level of every building it's um, it's like a bridge, but it's it's enclosed, so it's got like glass windows and stuff, and that's a way for people to not have to go outside during winter when they got to go to you know, get lunch or whatever during you know downtown business hours. I was so freaking wow. rattled. I was there last winter in and, Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, and wow. we went from my buddy's Congrats. apartment building. Yeah, I, I got the money. <laughs> Poly deep pockets. Uh, we're we're going. We walked all the way from his apartment to Target Center and didn't freaking step foot outside. Yeah, I could not believe it. That's yeah. awesome. It was sick. Well, you better believe we'll be there next spring. There we oh, go. no doubt. Well, kind of pit. Well, kind of pissed Chase, and he only told his parents to fly in. Yeah, that's kind of messed <laughs> up. We got no phone well, call. Shoot your shot on the road. We could have done it. <laughs> I did. I did hear in an email blast from Dan Gooch. Oh, yeah. They, Century Club <laughs> was that the biggest headline you got? Yeah. yeah, we got like twelve emails that day. Yeah. Well, I mean, when the Yankees came in town, I knew Coach Hall was flying in because oh, yeah, Aaron yeah. Hicks and I were going to be on the same big league field. Like, oh, that's cool. He's got two active big leaguers. Kind of figured he was going to fly in, so yeah. we had a deal that you know Aaron left him tickets and I left him BP passes. So oh, sick. that nice. was nice because Aaron's making a little bit more money than me. Of course. Tickets aren't free. Of BP course. passes supplementary. <laughs> so we, we had everything taken care of. Did uh, uh, Did you pitch against him? No, I didn't pitch against the Yankees. Uh, I pitched. What? Let's see. They came in on the weekend. I think I pitched. I pitched the night before i think or maybe i just missed him okay so, i was gonna ask one of my questions how much do the twins hate aaron hicks there's a lot of regret in that trade yeah uh, but, I mean, say, he, but, but, but i mean he stunk but, for them but, and then he became great yeah, but solid you know min, like minnesota midwest people like they're just like oh you know good for him like you know right. we're happy yeah, for yeah, him yeah, yeah. like man you know these people are great up here <laughs> and uh but there's definitely a lot of um it's not to the david ortiz level yet but it's definitely like the it's amount of there? trading David Ortiz regret, and then yeah. Aaron's wow. a little bit below that. But I mean, Aaron balled out yeah. this year in New Crushing. York. Like, I always thought that the weather was a big deal for him. I mean, that's based off nothing. That's just you know, wasn't it sports nice fan. in the summer though? 
It's no, it was. Yeah. But it, but it would be cold there, like when he's st- like right when he was starting. I don't yeah, know. I remember when he debuted. It was a cold. It day. was debuted in Target Field against the Detroit Tigers when they had Verlander, oh, Scherzer, Porcello, yeah. and uh, <laughs> a guy that lost the perfect game to Jim Joyce. Um, uh, Sanchez. Is it Anibal Sanchez? No, it was. Uh, uh, I, I could picture his face, his reaction. Kind of the same delivery as Anibal. Uh, uh, Armando. Armando Galarraga. Galarraga, Great yeah. Great name drop there. Yeah. I had a baby. I got you, dude. <laughs> I was right behind him on that yeah. one, too. <laughs> there we go. So I remember that, like, I remember watching his first, like, 12 at-bats in the big leagues. Like, okay, you faced, you know, Verlander, Scherzer, I, Porcello. Like, he didn't, you know he didn't, where it rookie Honestly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he didn't look good. He looked lost out there. I remember tough. those two. He was but, just but like. it makes sense. No, I get it. And obviously, I'm sure now he can look back now that he's crushing it and be like that. Yeah. Dude, Three those at bats, because we were all like Wilson Gratz in there, like wanting him to do so well, and he was just That's tough. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. I couldn't hit him. Speaking of the Yanks, who's going to win the World Series this year? Uh, Besides the Twins. <laughs> no, um, Boston looks good. You you can't sleep on Houston. That lineup's just so good, and the fact that you know you you have to go beat them in Houston, it's a it's a tall order. Yeah. And and I've never been to to Fenway, but I'm sure it's very difficult to go in there and play. I've heard stories. It's very difficult difficult to go in there and play, especially in the postseason. But I mean, when I got recalled in September, came up and Verlander was pitching that night. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I saw him throw once when I was with Seattle. He was throwing for Detroit, and you know, it, it was it was cool. You know, you have an appreciation for like. That, that's a dude. Yeah. Like you, you get in the box and or you see the guy get in the box, you're like, man, like this, this guy's got quite the resume. Guy won an you MVP. Know? Yeah, guy won an MVP as a pitcher. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> He's also married to Kate Upton, so that's also impressive. Do you how Equally much how much of, of that did went to his like resurgence? Because he was like kind of losing it there in freaking Detroit, and then all of a sudden he goes over to uh, he starts dating Kate Upton and he starts feeling himself again. True. And then you know the guy, yeah, but I mean he goes down there. It goes to Houston and then just, like, he's put up stupid numbers. He was crazy this year. There. Yeah. I mean, it's just absurd. So, you, so I get recalled and I go there and, you know, Verlin, we lost four games in Houston, by the way, which really sucked. But, like, you go and it's like, all right, we had Verlander that night. The night prior was Garrett Cole. Next night was Dallas Keuchel. And then the following night was, I feel bad because I don't know his name, but he's a, he's a young Latin guy, that lefty, who started a few games for him. He shut us out for six innings. Really? Like, man, these guys just have arms <laughs> after arms after arms. Like, we got Cy Young winners, potential Cy Young winners, and we got this guy that just completely just went through our lineup like a hot knife through butter. Yeah. Like, man, that's that's <laughs> tough. So, Houston's really good. Boston's really good. I got a lot of boys that are still up with the Dodgers, so I'm, I pull for them. Uh, like, there's no bad blood between me and the Dodgers. Like, oh I, yeah, who, I, I forgot you. You were. I've been you with four teams. I'm 24. I've been traded three times. Yeah, that's that's cool. That you're a, a who, trade. Who, piece who are you? I'm a 24 year old veteran. If there is such a thing. <laughs> journeyman, <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you use exactly. word journeyman? 24 year old journeyman. That's a better way to put it. Who me. are your guys on the Dodgers? Uh, like your best friends? Bellinger. I came up with him. Uh, we yeah. played in high A, double A, AA, and triple A together. Uh, we still work out in the off season together. He's a great guy. He's golf uh, a lot too. No. Coming to the wedding, he plays. Struggling, but you know we're we're helping him with yeah. that. Um, Brock Stewart is a guy. He's he's hurt right now. I like Brock Stewart. Really, really good friend of mine. Uh, my my team when I was in Tulsa, 
uh, was my lineup was stupid. And I totally attest the, the success that I had on the mound to the lineup I had going out there every day. It was we had Andrew Tolles, Alex Verdugo, Willie Calhoun, Cody <laughs> Bellinger, Kyle Farmer. Uh, Damn. All like, dudes. Yeah, like That's awesome. Rakes. Yeah. Like our lineup was so I love Tolles and Farmer. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to get their shot. Dude, farmers, farmers are really good hitter, and he's really yeah. coming a long way as a catcher. Um, I had him; he he was getting to become a really good receiver when I had him, and you know now I've I've seen it from afar. But he's really developing well behind the plate, probably to, because of Yasmani Grandal and, and Austin Barnes, which are yeah. two really good catchers in front of him. Mm-hmm. But you know that bat's gonna play. He's a really good you know doubles guy. Solid hitter. Uh, How solid. old is he? I, I pull for those guys. I think he's like two years older than me, maybe okay. three, 27, maybe. I had 27 in my head, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, I think he's – because he, he went to Georgia. Um, but but that coaching staff was really good to me. Dave Roberts, you know, we played them in spring training. And the way Seattle works, it's like our clubhouse. We walk right by the visiting clubhouse when we're playing them. And Doc was there and, like, saw him, went over, you know, it was like, hey, Doc, you know, shook his hand. He gave me a big old hug and – it's tight. So, yeah, they, they were very good to me over there. And, and I kind of understand, like, to get up with the Dodgers, you kind of have to be a blue-chip prospect. For to, sure. To get, like, a, a solid chance. Like, like uh, Julio Urias, another good friend of mine. Uh, like, guys like that, like, the kind of mega prospect guys, they're going to get the shot because it's, it's L.A. It's, mm. it's prime time. It's, For sure. You know, it's that, you know. I, like I said, I know my game, like, I'm a vanilla righty that fills it up with four different pitches, and I come after you. That's my game. And, you know, there's there's a spot for that. And, you know, the value that I bring to the table is that I throw a lot of strikes. I'm going to cover, you know, the 180 to 200 innings. You know, that that's that's me. I wasn't maybe the best fit for the Dodgers. Um, I actually had a pitching coordinator when I got traded in tw- – or I got came over and I was doing really well in 2016, and I was killing it in double A. You know, I think after the break – I think I had like a, a two three ERA, and I think I had like maybe nine or ten wins already. And I asked him like, "Hey, you know, you think I'm going to get a shot to you know maybe go up to AAA?" And he sat down with me. And he goes, "I'm going to shoot you straight here." And he like, uh, "You got to appreciate this." And I said, "Okay." He goes, "You're a lot better than we thought you were going to be." No way. Yeah, and I was like, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, we we didn't expect you to come out and like he's." He, he said, he goes, we knew that you would be able to, you know, cover innings and be a solid starting pitcher, yeah. to, but, but to do it at the levels you've done it and to have the success, like, we didn't really plan for this. He goes, but you're forcing our hand, and I think your time's going to come here pretty soon. And ultimately, I got up to AAA at the end of the 2016 season and did pretty well. But, you know, just, just to shoot me straight like that, I was like, that's, like, cool. that's really cool. So yeah. if you, if you kind of outperform your prospect tag with the Dodgers um, – a trade's kind of coming, you know. They're they're gonna essentially get everything they can for what they for what you're doing. Which so you kind so you kind of knew it then. I didn't know it, but in hindsight, it makes sense. Okay. You know, I, I'm. You know, they they had to protect me on the big on the big league roster because I performed so well and I did it at the right time. So now I'm on the roster. You know, I go to camp with them, and then Seattle comes in. They trade two of their top 30 prospects for me. And it was because Seattle really wanted me. So then I go over there. You know, I had the rough year, and then I fell from grace from Seattle really quickly, apparently. Right. So did that. And then you know the trade with Seattle was, you know, essentially I was kind of taking up a roster spot, and they, you know, I just didn't fit for them anymore. And that's going to happen. That's the yeah. business side of them. So then you know, Minnesota comes in. They're like, hey, you know, we, we've been watching you for a long time. 
uh, you know, we really like the analytics side of it. Like, yeah, I throw 88 to 92, but like I have really good carry that spin rate thing. Mm-hmm. Like I can pitch at the top of the zone so I can throw to all four quadrants and you know, I have a good breaking ball and my changeup came a really long ways. Uh, so like, Hey, like you're perfect for us. And like, one of the guys who was in the front office with the Dodgers when I was there is now our director of uh, player development with the Twins, and he would check in uh, check in with me every once in a while when I was down there in Little Rock, and he would be like, "Yeah, you know," and I would tell him how frustrated I was because I was throwing really well, but they had no spot or they wouldn't put me in AAA. Um, so then he trades for me, and he calls me as soon as the trade's finalized, and he's like, "How you feeling now?" I was like, "I'm ecstatic." For like, sure. Thank you. <laughs> That's so, so epic. Yeah, it, it's it's been a lot of fun. So, I guess to answer your question of who's going to win the World Series, I don't know. Uh, I like the Dodgers. Milwaukee looks really good. Milwaukee's bullpen is nasty. Yeah, so he's like, now officially named every team. Yeah. Just, just Except the Yankees. He named everyone but the Yankees. No, he said the Yankees. He said Hicks is, is good. Earlier. I'm pulling for him, but he did hurt his hamstring. I think they're going back to Fenway, which is a tough place to win. So, True. I definitely give the advantage to Boston. I think it's going to be Boston, Houston, and the ALCS. I think you know Dodgers Brewers is already set for the for the NLCS, right? Yeah. Because Dodgers clinched last night. That's gonna. I think that's gonna be a a tough uh, battle. I don't know who to give that for advantage to in between LA and Milwaukee. So. Did you ever play against Yelich in uh, high school? No. Where Where do you go to high school? He went to Westlake, I think. He no, played. I never played against. How old is he? I think he's a little bit older than me. He's, he's my age. He's, he's our age, so he's twenty six. Okay, so he would have been a senior when I was a sophomore. You guys were in 2010? Yeah. Okay, I was 12. So, yeah, I don't I don't think I ever played against him. Okay. Um, wow, Ooh. what a year he's had, though. We uh, we lost to his team in uh, the West Zone. So, speaking of, of uh, oh, Pony World Series, Pony League. Are, you, are you pissed <laughs> that I said that your team wasn't the best team of all time uh, in, in Long Beach history? Long Beach Pony history. Who did who did you think we lost to? Who did you think was better? Than I thought I thought oh seven was better than your team. Really? Yeah. You mad about that? No. You don't think Alex Campbell could hit a home run off of you? Alex Campbell was a very good baseball player back then. Dude, could you believe how good he was? He was hitting freaking mammoths. Was a stud. I I just want to but apologize. No, I'm, I'm not I gonna wa- get mad because I mean you don't get mad at a comedy routine. That's a joke. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that about Chase. Now. He knows how to take a joke. You That's got good. That, you got me on that one. Okay, dude. You I remember when you guys uh, won it that year. You guys freaking took over the city, dude. Because yeah. I wasn't. In that t- was sweet. Oh, I was. Where was I? I forget what I was doing. But I, you, it was freaking ridiculous. Everybody was like, we watched you guys. Wasn't that when uh, Van Buskirk went Yahtzee to win yeah, it? To yeah, to win it. First we, oppo home run he's ever hit. First time he's hit the ball left or right of second base in his life. <laughs> Thank God it went over the fence. Did you guys – do you guys still hang out, like, all, that whole crew? Did you see them? I, I know you're busy. But. No, I don't – I mean, I keep up with people like everybody does on social media. Um, but, no, I mean, I don't, I don't see everybody – uh, but yeah, I just keep up with them on social media and okay. stuff. When I come back to town, people hit me up and like we'll go, you know, if, if we're out or whatever, we'll go see them and stuff. Yeah. Like, so. Oh man, I feel like wow. It's like I come over. It's like I don't know what to expect. I got to be honest. I come in. It's like a little like I'm trying to get my bearings. There's cartoons. Your mom, and it's like you still got it. The guy's an absolute stud. I think. Dude, the stories, I don't want to like feel bad for the listener right now or anything, but the story that he stories that he told off air were better than stories told on air. You're going to have to hit us up if you want to know those ones. True. Yeah, uh, text us. Just give us a call. I'll, I'll spend freaking one hour talking to somebody on the phone because uh-huh. you know, I'll, I like talking on the phone because it takes me back to a better time. Yep. An easier time. 
I've been talking a lot on the phone recently. Did I tell you that this isn't a grind my gears because I never get mad at my mom, but did I tell you that like my mom will text me and stuff like that, and then I will immediately call her and tell her mom, "Do not text me." Yeah. Because she thinks that I'm one of those millennials. Well, I am, but she thinks that I'm like a youngster that likes to text all the time. And I said, Mom, I'm an old soul. Yep. I need you to give me a phone call. Yep. Let me hear your voice. I want to know if you're okay. I don't know who's texting. You know? It doesn't show your face when you're texting. Mm. I know people's voices. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that got there, but it did. What did you like about it? About the interview? Yeah. I was just just in awe the whole time i was mostly in awe with his cadence i was just thinking to myself like this guy's gonna be an announcer and he would go off on a tangent and then like we're all thinking oh he forgot about the original question and then he's back he answers the original question oh he was never off track he knew great interview check that out i think we're gonna run it next week should we just go back to back weeks or save it yeah, yeah sure. let's go back-to-back yeah, weeks because sure. it's just too good. Too good. Okay, let's move on. What is it, week nine? I think it's week nine right now of high school football, John. Can you – do you uh, have the lines for me for the gambling game changers? I got them. You ready? Yeah, oh, I'm I'm absolutely on board right now. All right, we got Milliken playing Cabrillo this week. Milliken favored by 14. That's two touchdowns, Paul. Well, technically that's two touchdowns and two extra points. Mm, good point. Yeah, I'm not. But ma- colloquially, I'm not. Usually, ma- you say like. I know what you mean. Okay. I don't know what. Well, actually, I don't know what you mean because I don't know what colloquially colloquially means. It's French. Okay. <laughs> All right, Milliken favored by two touchdowns. Here's the deal: Cabrillo out of nowhere beat Jordan last week. Mm. Didn't ex- did not expect it. So Cabrillo, a little bit better than we think, I think. You know, I didn't expect it because it's the first Cabrillo game I've missed. Yeah, true. That is true. But did you not say – I think you might have said Cabrillo oh, yeah. last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, right. Did you you're not? Right. Yep. You're hot right yep. now. I am hot. That's, that's one that I missed. Milliken was on their second buy of the year last week. Not sure how the heck that happens. Let's fill up a sketch. It's because nobody wants to play him. Mm. Yep. It's the, the wagon that is Milliken football. Milliken favored by two touchdowns. Milliken's playing at home. I'm going to take Milliken right there in 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 uh, with the points. 35-7, Milliken over Cabrillo. I'm going to go with three touchdown catches, three of them, to Malik Bradford. Three touchdown catches. Love it. Next one. Jordan versus Pauly. Pauly favored by 27.5. Jordan's having kind of a tough stretch here, but they're back home where they play their best football. Got beat against Cabrillo last week, like I said. Pauly's just playing too well right now. They shut out Compton last week. I'll tell you what, man. Oh, by the way, I forgot about this, but if you, I don't know if you read my article last week, John, but I said if uh, Niles Hibbert didn't have two scores last week against Compton, I would formally apologize to, what's his name, your boy, Stephen Barbie, um, about how I've been being mean to him. Mm. So here's my formal apology to head coach at Pauley High School, Stephen Barbie. I apologize for making fun of you. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop making fun of him. Mm -hmm. It just means that I apologize for doing it before. I'll apologize later, but that's a problem for future me, and I'm not going to deal with it right now. Apologize to Stephen Barbie. Uh, Take Pauley with the points, 42-7. 
And if you want to just tell me the apology, I can tell Steven where we went. We're playing golf later this afternoon. You're, you're going to be on the links? You should try to get on the links with him. We're, yeah, we're going over to his club. In, uh, For some you, Stephen Barbie, uh, Maddox, and Chase DeYoung? Uh, yeah. No, I'll tell him. We're, we're heading over to the club. Uh, his wife's going to make us some lemonade, so that should be nice. Um, what, part, what country club do you think he's part of? Oh, it's uh, you've never heard of it. It's called... Uh, I could see him being from uh, Lake Forest. Yeah, he, I don't know nothing about Lake Forest, but I know that rich people. Are it's living. actually Harvard West Lake Forest is the official name of the city, <laughs> the neighborhood he's from. Somehow he's part of North Hollywood and Orange County yeah, at the he's, same he's time. From Harvard, he's that white. Harvard West Lake Forest, and how can a white guy like that like a, get that poly job? Uh, well, he knows. He here's the thing, Paul. Hmm. When you know people through the club. Oh, true. You know, that's true. That's it. Okay. That's all I gotta say. What do we got next? But I'll tell him. Um, Compton v Lakewood. Compton favored by seven point five. Compton got shut out last week. That was something that I did not see coming. And I, I, I guess I kind of get it because Paulie's very physical up front, and Compton tries to be physical. That's what their their mo is. Yes. And they try to play Paulie's game, but nobody plays Paulie's game better than Paulie, right? I mm. mean that. That's just simple logic. That's A plus B equals C, something like that. So C, what if so B plus A equals C too? If A plus B does equal C, then C minus B equals A. See, that's what I mean. That's that's you're the math guy. I'm not. I'm just Ooh. the dumb jock. Anyways, I'm gonna take. This is gonna be a close one. By the way, Lakewood played Wilson last week. What did I say? Lakewood was gonna cover seven and a half against mm. Wilson. They did. Close game. Kronberger's back, your boy. That guy can freaking run the football. 20 carries, like 200 yards or something like that. He's wild. Two yep. touchdowns or three touchdowns or something like that. They covered. This week, Lakewood will not cover. Compton wins by 10 points, 30-20 over Lakewood. Compton at home. Tough to win at Compton. People definitely forget about that. Wing T and whatnot. All right. You're taking Compton. Compton. What do you got? I got my boys, the Lancers. Really? Oh, yeah. You're on the train, Mix huh? it up. You know me. Big wiener schnitzel guy, huh? But I thought you were on a diet. Well, here's the thing about wiener schnitzel. little secret, little pro tip. If you're on a diet, you can still go. Just get rid of the bun. That's carbs, no? And then you donate the bun. To Michelle K. And yes. the sh- uh, sh- two shredding events? Yep. Okay. Nice All right. One. The game of the week. <laughs> Huge private school matchup between... Your St. Anthony Saints and your St. Genevieve. St. Genevieve. You got no, you had nothing, huh? You were <laughs> what starts with a V? All, all I could think was Valium. What is that? like? A, Valiance. Ooh, that's a good one. Valiance. What's Valium? Is that like erectile dysfunction or something? Valium is that. Or like depression, which is something that I need to take soon. <sighs> Maybe it cures both. <laughs> I think they're one and the same, brother. Okay. who? So what do we got? St. Anthony versus St. Genevieve. Did you not know what PK meant? Is that why you just didn't even say it? It means pick them. Nice. I I was wondering if you got it or you were going to get that or not. You think I'm an idiot? Yes. Wait, did he? One thing <laughs> Jace Young told us off air is that Bellinger is just a pretty stupid guy. I love Bellinger. Now. I oh, love Bellinger do. now. Well, after the Chase after is the his interview. good friend. Wait, we got to cut that out. 
What if Bellinger listens to our show? Oh, he will. All right, we can't call him stupid because we want him to come on. All right. Well, I think he's a great guy. Redo the whole thing. One funny thing that Chase told us about on the show off air was how Bellinger has never turned down a challenge. So hear this, Chase Bellinger. I challenge you to it's come on our Chase, show. It's Cody. All right, that's take the that second out. time. <laughs> that's the second time that you've done that to he, him. Uh, to him. <laughs> he did the same thing last time. Why is that? I don't. You're a Dodger fan. I don't know. It is Cody. All right, cut that part out. Uh, yeah, I couldn't come up with anything for, <laughs> for Saint Genevieve. Oh my lord. Okay. You got to cut that out. Okay. I feel bad. Oh, it's not. It's staying in 100. percent Oh God. Listen, here's where I'm at with Saint Anthony. It's starting to get that point in the season where it's tough to pick now because now you're talking about two God schools. And you can't put God against God, right? Mm. You put It's the one in three. You know what I mean? He never loses. Holy Spirit. Trinity. Trinity. God. Jesus Christ. You can't put them against anybody. This might be a tie, honestly. That's why it's a pick them because they, they couldn't even set the betting lines against these guys. But if there's one thing God does, God hates, it's ties, mm-hmm. right? That's why he dislikes twins, Cain and Abel. Yep. No? And that's why he also is more for weddings where you don't have to wear ties. The original wedding, which is two... Between Adam and Eve? Two naked people touching some apples. And that's 100% true. But if I did have to pick, I'd pick... St. Anthony, just because that's who I am as a person, and I love the color purple. By the way, Nick Billups, friend of the show, seven touchdowns last week. That's seven touchdowns. And that's that's a touchdown of seven touchdowns. No? If we're talking seven. I don't know, but you must be excited for your trip today because you've touched me like 5,000 times during this show. Right. <laughs> what are you talking What's wrong with it? <laughs> Nothing. Sorry, I'm a little Italian, all right? I like to use my hands <laughs> no, a little it's bit. making me... It's making me happy. That's kind of. I'm like a dog being pet. It's kind of racist, honestly. Uh, no, I like it. I'm just saying you're excited. You're wagging your tail. Nationalityist. You're excited. You're nationalityist right now. You're happy. I'm it's, happy that Saint Anthony's gonna freaking smoke Saint Genevieve. Your vacation, Paul, right now. Twenty-one twenty. <laughs> Saint Anthony over Saint Genevieve. Who you got? You know I'm a Saint Anthony guy, but when you have a team like Saint Genevieve the, coming coming down your volumes. throats. Coming down your throat. Oh, jeez. Here's the deal. St. <laughs> Anthony is going to get a little punch in the face here from St. Genevieve. Last little week nine tune-up because I'll be damned if we're not talking about St. Anthony in five weeks trying to win whatever division playoffs always win. Like, Eight. Of course they're going to go to the division 46 like championship game because that's what St. Anthony does. Yeah. I'm I'm still really pissed about that Milliken situation where they didn't where QCC didn't play against Pauly, and then everybody keeps telling me how to feel, like, oh, uh, CIF championships better. Uh, no, a CIF a Division Nine CIF championships not better than winning or b- beating Pauly one game. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry about it. That's just me talking as a Milliken alum and a person that actually lives here in the city and then played sports in this city. It's that it, it's not a bigger deal than beating Pauly. There's no doubt about it. Okay, move on. 908 Athlete of the Week. Let's finish this thing. I'll touch you again. That's my B. No, it's okay. 908 Athlete of the Week. It's okay. Wilson running back, Marcos Nottingham. Marcos Nottingham. He had 22 carries, 143 yards, two touchdowns in the dub over Lakewood. Dylan Harris went down in that game for a little bit. Marcos Nottingham took over. And you can appreciate a guy like that. 
when you need to carry the load and you, you, you get put thrown into the spotlight and now you're the absolute guy and the light, the light is shining bright on you and you deliver, I can respect a guy like that. It's like the it's like uh, when an understudy comes in and performs well in like on Broadway. He's not the understudy, but it's kind of something like that. If I want to put it into terms like you, an actor type of guy like you. Yeah. Paul, I'm gonna tell you something that the Pilgrim said the first Christmas. I'd rather have a nodding hand than a silent turkey. I love all that, dude. Did they still? I heard it was ham. I heard it was ham. Well, the reason I said Christmas is because I think Thanksgiving might have been turkey. It was, but I think it actually was ham, and then they switched it to turkey. Mm. Yeah, that's after it was after the uh, the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Let's uh, send it to next weekend, John. It's been a great show so far. I've had a good time with you. I've had an awesome time. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start. Woo! It's, it's early. Thanks for joining us. It's not even that early. It's just earlier than we usually do this, and we had a great time. I'm losing weight. Paul's happy. He's going on vacation. All right. See you next week because life, life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. And shoot your shot. saying